back at midnight Suspended in my masquerade I combed my hair and it looked just right And commanded the night brigade hey! I was open to pain and crossed by rain I walked on a crooked crutch I strode on Good morning. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the morning show. My name's Jimmy. Probably know me as John Boy. This is the morning show. It's bite-sized bits of all of my interests. It's geography, it's history, it's books, it's baseball, it's music, it's rabbit holes. Good morning to Norm Shaver, Troy Pike, Josh Thevian. Boggle, little fish stick 45. That sounds like a AIM username from 2003. Little fish stick 45. What's up? Uh, let's see. Who do we got? Uh, Bogle. Thank you very much for the support right away. I really appreciate that. We got Kyle Vanid uh, in the Periscope. Says nothing like some Bruce to start the day. Uh, let's see. Dan Savetsky on Facebook says, hi, good morning from Sydney, Australia. What's up? Morning, morning, morning. How's everyone doing? We're going earlier today because big day, the office is back in use. Yesterday, last night, Jake and I and my brother, Luke, producer Luke, who uh, helps with this show, went to the office. We set up some air conditioners so that it's not going to be a sauna when we're there, and Immediately after I finish recording this, I got to bring a bunch of equipment. We got to drive it to the Bronx. We got to unload in the office. We got to try and set up to go live for 10 o'clock John Boy and Jake radio, which isn't going to happen, but maybe 1030. I don't know. So I'm a little earlier today, but I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm a five o'clock morning getter upper now because of uh, my dog. So two five o'clock mornings in a row popped right up. Been awake since five. Uh, just chugged that coffee. I forgot I made it a while ago, and it was it was not uh, hot anymore. I did my research on today's topics this morning. Maybe that's the new thing because I'm a five o'clock guy now. I'm not. The joke is I'm not going to keep that up. There's zero chance I keep that up. But I'm a five o'clock guy now for sure. And uh, some good rabbit holes. I, I won't be able to do the Q&A at the end of the episode because these were supposed to be 10 minutes long. Then they gradually got to 20. And then I gradually started Q&A, doing Q&As at the end and going deeper into rabbit holes. And we've been hitting like 38 minutes, 40 minutes uh, every day. So I don't know if I've... Uh, is Jake out protesting? No, he's uh, probably waking up and going to head to the office soon. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to do the Q&A at the end of today. And I also just wanted to say thanks to everyone. I always do like the jokingly, this is for me, not for you, because it's all of my hobbies and it's not catered to anyone else but me. But uh, it's really fun waking up and chatting with you guys, doing the Q&A, seeing the live chat. So I apologize that I'm a little earlier today. Uh, but thanks to everyone who's made this worthwhile and fun. And I want to keep doing it. So we're going to figure out how to keep doing it 
at the officer here. That was Bruce Springsteen growing up. And I got a Jenny Lewis song. I'm thinking I, I might add another drop. You know, we got the Forrest Gump drop. But I'm telling you, sometimes when you when when I'm not even going to talk about the subjects that I was supposed to talk about, just down rabbit holes, I might just drop a little... Jenny Lewis is awesome. Go listen to Jenny Lewis songs. All right. How do I do this? On Tuesday, today on the John Boy Media Network, we have a Talking Yanks. It was the voicemail episode. It was a lot of fun. We got John Boy and Jake Radio, like I just said. Uh, might be a later start than usual because we have to set up in the office all the equipment. We took it all out of the office when we went, uh, when we got kicked out. Uh, laughs from the past. I listened to today's laughs from the past. I usually don't listen back to it, but I was walking the dog at 5 a.m. and I was like, well, let me listen back and I'll grade ourselves and see what we did. It's a funny episode. It's a funny episode. It's about, uh, the Apache Indians. Uh, this, the beginning of the Apache war is all because this idiot named Bascom was a, a bad soldier for the U S real funny episode. Very frustrating. Cause the guy who wrote the article that we're reading we gave him a shout out at the beginning of the show, like shout out to JW, whatever his name is. He wrote this article. We're using his source material. And then we kind of just ripped him apart because his writing was made us like lose our breath reading it. It's the first time in about a hundred episodes of Last from the Past where I had to popcorn to Jake and be like, dude, you need to read this next paragraph. I'm out of breath. Pinstripe Strong usually comes out on Tuesday. I'm not sure if they did. Talking Folk came out today uh, and they did... Um, uh, this world was made, this land was made for you and me. And sequence, first time Trevor Plouffe ever has a pitcher on sequence. Trevor May, bunch of Trevors. So that's coming out later on. Let's just go right into the good stuff. Did that play? Oh, wow. Wow. The fucking soundboard wants to be a jerk. Doesn't want to play. And that's all I had to say about that. Nailed it. The random town of the day today is Hull, Massachusetts. And yesterday, someone called out producer Luke for only doing coastal towns. Well, me and Luke went over the rest of the towns he has coming up. And guess what? It's a bunch of damn coastal towns. Hull, Mass. Whoa, that was crazy the way it just did the RGB on that transition. I'm out. I'm out of the RGB. I like it at the entrance. Whole Mass is another coastal town. It's kind of a crazy one. Look at this nonsense. It's basically a channel of islands. And what I found was cool, a couple rabbit holes. First, I just zoomed in on the, the area, and I was zooming around. And at the very tip of Whole Mass, looks like definitely very phallic. Looks like a ball sack right here and a wiener, and then even has like a little colored tip. We're not going to ignore that. I'm not trying to make juvenile content here. I don't think just like fart and dick jokes are funny, but we're not going to ignore what's right in our face. Anyway, on the very tip of the dick is whole high school. And I thought that was cool that it's basically like this is all dirt, but I believe when I did the street view, Pretty, pretty, pretty. Yeah, see, it's all dirt, but it's actually the football field. 
and the sports complex, which is kind of a badass area to be playing football. For anyone that doesn't know, it's just like, you know, a peninsula. So you just, you're playing football and you're surrounded on three sides by ocean. It's kind of cool. Obviously, the Indians settled that. But what I got into was back in the day, the rabbit hole I went down was on this island, Nantasket. On Nantasket Beach was an old, um, an old, like, boardwalk with uh, roller coasters and shit. Got torn down in the in the 80s, I believe. But uh, one of the roller coasters is still active, which blew my mind. Also, see this long strip of, of sandy beach right here? According to the Wikipedia, according to the Wikipedia, that stretch of beach, someone wrote in the whole mass Wikipedia, they wrote, whole features Nantasket Beach with fine light gray sand generally considered one of the finest beaches in New England. So I read that on Wikipedia and I was like, well, who says that? You know, who's judging all the beaches in New England and saying Hull's one of the finest? You go look for the citation and it says citation needed. So someone tried to sneak a fast one on Wikipedia. Some resident of Hull who likes the beaches a lot tried to write on Wikipedia like they're the best beaches in all of New England. Not even a citation. So you can't pull a fast one on us there. Whole Wikipedia editor, dude. Anyway, there's this roller coaster. I'm going to show you it. Uh, I think I got to go here. And then I got to go here. Yeah, all right. There's this roller coaster. And this roller coaster was built... This footage was taken in 1985 that we're watching. And for anyone that's just listening on the, on the podcast app, it's just an old rickety roller coaster. Someone sitting in the front car and filming a POV shot of the roller coaster in 1984, which is pretty cool technology to be able to do that. You can see mini golf course underneath and all that. It's an old rickety wooden roller coaster. In 84, it looks so old because it is. It was built in 1917, I believe, at one point. They, they turn the camera around onto a guy sitting behind the cameraman. I'm, look at this. I mean, that's creepy, right? We're all a little creeped out. A grown man with that, with that look, just on a roller coaster with kids behind him, just filming, and not even smiling or anything. A little creepy. I think it's fair to say. Just posting up, arms out, spread. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? And I didn't have this planned. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Carlos Beltran Instagram. Carlos Beltran has an Instagram video that used to crack me up. And it's it's him on a roller coaster with like that view, but a fully <laughs> a fully painted face is with his kids. It's very nice, the good dad stuff, but like a fully painted face. There it is. And he's not he's not even smiling or anything. This used to uh used to crack me up. Still does. Look, I'm laughing. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just, uh, not talking or smiling, just full, full cat face. Carlos Beltran going full cat face. Uh, it's a weird video. Anyway, 
So yeah, this guy, uh, we all agree, you know, kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. Someone said morning from Santa Ana, California. Morning, man. 523 in the morning for you. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You watching in bed? So this roller coaster, right, is still active. It's called the Wild One currently. It's active at Six Flags. Let me see if I can get this bigger for the people watching. It's active uh, in Six Flags, Prince George's County, Maryland. It was built. Where does it say when it was built? Spiral. The wooden coaster was previously known as the Giant Coaster when it was located in Paragon Park in Hull, Mass. It operated there from 1917. This thing was built in 1917. They moved it from Boston, basically, to Maryland, and it's still in operation. And I, I wonder if you go to Six Flags Six Flags in Maryland, they tell you, like, hey, this thing's 100 years old. Get on at your own risk. Obviously, they have to have safety precautions, but I don't think I'm getting on. I don't think I'm getting on. That's an old-ass roller coaster. Technology's come a long way. I just don't see the need to still have it. The Wild One roller coaster. Let's see what it looks like now. Okay. Wow. All right. So this is a POV ride on this roller coaster from 2012. And it's the same exact thing. Just, yeah, that's crazy, man. Look at the other non-wood roller coaster. Freaked me out. I'm just too old for this stuff now. Like when the roller coaster's climbing right here, you can see the chain, right? You can see the chain that's pulling it up. And as I was watching this, I was thinking, damn, this is just old wood. Like this wood, wooden railings, wooden baseboards, and this chain's pulling up. And then I don't know why I didn't like know this about wooden roller coasters, but like the chain stops. Are there brakes? After the chain stops, is it just a free fall down? That's how these work? Because that's scaring me. Makes sense. Like, you're on the rails, but whatever. Things from 1917, it's still active. Blew me away. Anyway, that's what the, the whole mass rabbit hole led to. And that's all I have to say about that. The player of the day is Luis Ayala. Luis Ayala, who is kind of a journeyman relief pitcher, spent time with the Yankees that I don't remember, pitched in playoff games for the Yankees that I don't remember. Isn't that weird how, you know, you follow a team every single game if you're a baseball fan and there's going to be players who you forget? Jake and I did this. Jake and I did this yesterday on Talking Yanks. We went through guys who ate up innings for the Yankees in 2019, and there was already like three players I completely forgot about. All right. Update from the YouTube chat. Breaking sections typically squeeze the wheels in line. Okay. Makes me feel better. Still don't really, not into it. Not into it. Jimmy, Jimmy, you got to do a John Boy Media event at a theme park. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Maybe in like a fall night. Not a summer day. Fuck that. Uh, where was I? We did all the roller coaster stuff. Luis Ayala. 
Luis Ayala. Ayala is how it says you pronounce it on baseball reference. Ayala. Luis Ayala from Mexico. Uh, pitched for a lot of teams. Look at this. Montreal, Montreal, Nationals, 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 Mets, Twins, Marlins, Yankees, Baltimore. Like I said, got some playoff games. Got some postseason games for the Yankees in 2011. I don't remember him. Came in, gave up two hits and got one out in game one of the ALDS versus the Tigers. And then... Came in and did bad. And then he pitched against the Yankees in the 2012 ALDS. Game four. I went to game five of that. Anyway, I was looking at YouTube videos and came across the big glove video that I put as uh, the main headline here. Just a huge glove. He's using in the outfield. A lot of fun. Tracking down balls. He didn't catch a single ball with the big glove which is a bummer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think the buffering sucks. I'm going to go playback speed half. Let's watch these plays. Huge glove. For anyone just listening, it's like a joke glove. There's Mariano laughing at him. You could put a whole head in there. My dog, probably my dog and my dog's brother could both fit in the dug right now. They're tiny puppies. Look at that one. Come on, Luis. I know you're not going to catch the behind the back, but you got to catch that one. No pocket, two hands, dude. He should have got like a foam finger, like a giant hand to put on his right hand and then caught everything with two hands. Yeah, he messed up. Pretty fun, though. To be a relief pitcher in the bigs is just like on slop duty and you can just fuck around in the outfield, do behind-the-back catches with a giant glove. I want to do that. And then there's this YouTube account I saw that posts a bunch of videos. I wonder if it's Mexican player, Mexican-born players. I don't know what it is, but all of the all of the titles of the video are like all caps and middle name too. Look at this. Luis Ignacio Ayala. All caps. Just one account. And then I watched this video and it made me just miss watching Robinson Cano play second base. Dude was just so smooth. Up the middle, turns and throws to Tex, just so smooth. And then it made me miss this whole Yankees infield. All right, so there's Cano play. So smooth. And then this whole Yankees infield, there's a double play here. Dan Johnson up for the Rays. Luis Ayala finishing it off in the ninth. Jeter up the middle. Backhand flip to Cano. Flip turn to Tex. It bounced, and Tex just scoops it. That infield was so fun. Hold on, hold on, YouTube. You're going too fast. We're going to slow-mo you again. Playback speed. Sucks for everyone that's not a Yankee fan and just hates hearing about them. If this was like a raise infield, you'd be like, that was a nice play. Because it is a nice play. Jeter to Cano. And then Tex with the scoop. Pick, really. Great. So, Luis Ayala made me miss the infield. And the last rabbit hole for Ayala is on his baseball reference. It gave such a baseball stat. It said that Luis 
had the second most wins as a reliever. He tied for second most wins as a reliever in 2003, which is a stat that no one has ever cared about. But here it is. Joe Nathan had the most. He had 12 wins as a reliever in 2003. Luis Ayala uh, came in second with 10. He tied Oscar Viorio. I'll say that. And then I wanted to see this section of baseball reference. And let's just go. Let's go from. We'll do 2000 to 2019. Who has had the most wins as a relief pitcher? It usually means you blew the game and then your team saved you. Not always, but it's like a likely chance that it's not a good thing. Ryan Yarbrough, friend of the program, follows John Boy Media. Attractive, handsome dude. Slow as fuck on the mound. Speed it up, Yarbrough. You're a human rain delay. Yarbrough's awesome. Uh, What did I click? So Yarbrough, I wonder if he even knows this. Ryan Yarbrough, hey, Yarbrough, did you know this? You, in the last 20 years of baseball, have the most wins ever in a season as a reliever. Do you think he knows this? Rays fan, was this made a big deal in 2018? He had uh, 14 wins. Oh, hold on, that's not what I want to click. And then they even give you... Joe Nathan in 2003 came in second with 12. Uh, Yarbrough, 14 wins. How many of them were like, because he was a bulk guy, they didn't let him start games. So that's kind of bullshit. Let's see. Uh, Appearance. Where's the innings? Where's like the innings pitched? Uh, okay. So he came in the third inning, the third inning, the second, the second, the fifth, the second, the second, the fifth, the second, the second, the second, the second. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of bullshit because he was just the, the bolt guy, you know, the opener really helped here. Other than that, Joe Nathan, 2003 was a lot. Andrew Miller with 10. How much does this change? If I go back to like 1904, how many relievers were getting wins back in the day? This is going to take forever to find out. We'll listen to the rabbit hole song as we wait to go down this rabbit hole. I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole with you. All right, we're here. Roy Face. What a name. Roy Face in 1959 won 18 games as a reliever. Roy Face. 18 games he won as a reliever in 1959 for Pittsburgh. Whoa, so many of them went into extra innings. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten extra inning wins for Roy Face. Basically, if Pittsburgh in 1959 was going extras, the fans were, were chanting, We want face. We want face. We want face. One, two, three, four blown blown wins. Bummer. Okay. Congrats, Roy Face. You win. You win. All of the all of the top. The top 14 are from 77 and older. And then Yarbrough. 
Yarbrough is the only modern one above 13. We already found that out. That was the last thing. That was the last thing. Uh, Yarbrough equal you all right, bro, says John Joseph. Should talk about the MLB draft is tomorrow, says Kyle Hall on Facebook. Um, Man, I'm deep into the baseball world in the weeds. We got talking baseball. We got talking Yanks. I do this show where I talk about baseball. If you catch me talking about the MLB draft or like mock drafts, punch me in the face. Please. Mock drafts in baseball. No way. That was Luis Ayala. And that's all I had to say about that. Random book of the day. It's not that random because I just got it. So yesterday, someone asked me in the Q&A section, like, what kind of books I like. I said, I dropped this name. I said, I kind of like wholesome stuff more than, like, the the ragged, drunkard stuff that I liked when I was younger. I finished my last Ted Kuzer book of poems. I did some of those here. This one just came in the mail. They're super quick reads. I keep them by my bed. I read them at night, short little stories before I go fall asleep. Um, First one to, let's see how many pages are in this book. There are 93 pages. First one to put a number between three and 93. I will, will read that page for the first time together and see if we like it or don't like it. I'm looking at all three chats. We got YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope going. I know there's a delay here. We'll wait it out. How many people are watching right now? 178. Not Mr. Moon wins. Not Mr. Moon. Abe, you just got beat by not Mr. Moon on Periscope. Oh, cool. We got 250 people watching. That blows me away. You guys are fucking awesome. I mean, these get a ton of views, but I did this one at earlier in the day. Um, like 80% of the views on these come after the fact when people wake up and watch it at old time. To have 250 people here, that's correct. It's pretty cool, guys. I was just doing this for my own sake. Uh, what, what did not Mr. Moon say? 78. Not Mr. Moon got me this hat. Sent it to the office. Very nice of him. Also, some sweet playing cards. 78. All right. 78. The poem on this is called uh, A Place in Kansas. Never read it. I hate stiff books, so we're just going to bend the spine right away. I like my books to look red, although this is pretty fucking nice right now. I like my books to look red. I mark them up. Uh, A place in Kansas. Somewhere in Kansas, a friend found an empty stone house alone in a wheat field. Over the door was incised a ship's anchor. There was no one to ask what that anchor was doing in Kansas. No water for miles. Not a single white sail of a meaning. Not a single white sail of a meaning broke the horizon. Though he stood there for hours, it's like that in Kansas forever. Somewhere in Kansas, a friend found an empty stone house alone in a wheat field. Above the door, incised. What's incised mean? I don't even think I'm saying it right. Incised. Mark or decorate with a cut or a series of cuts. Like an incision. Incise is part of the word for incision. 
Didn't know that. Decorated. So over the door was incised to ship's anchor. So the, the top of the door was decorated ship's anchor. There was no one to ask what that anchor was doing in Kansas. No water for miles. Not a single white sail of a meaning broke the horizon. Though he stood there for hours, it's like that in Kansas forever. So just, uh, just uh, that's kind of what poetry is, man. Dude just saw, just saw an anchor in Kansas and was like, what the hell's this? There's not water anywhere around. What's this about? Uh, thought it was a cool imagery. Shared it with us. Doesn't have to mean much, man. Just has to be something he found interesting. I'm going to guess that, you know, some people just like nautical shit. I don't know if you got to, I don't know if you got to live by water to be a nautical person. I'd like to think of it that there, it's like the movie Holes. There was a huge lake there. It dried up, turned into desert. And they found an anchor and the desert and then they put it on their door. That house now stands where a lake used to. Wow. That's a much better story that I just made up. Great story. Thanks, Ted Kuzer. When is JJR, Jimmy? Boogie Diaz says, well, JJR might be a bit late today because I'm ending this about right now and then I'm going to go get in my car, load it up with all the shit I use for this, drive to the Bronx, should take fine parking, unload it, set up the cameras, the computer, and everything for JJR, which can take a while because it's tricky, and then we're going to try and do it live in the office. Jake and I. Also, Jake's got to, when we get there, we got to just bomb the AC in the studio, make it an icebox because we have to turn the AC off when we record, and the ice has to last the entire hour that we record. And that's going to be a game we play as long as we're in that office. Hopefully we can get out of that office in a couple of years, but the company needs to make a lot more money. We're on our way. We're on our way. Anyway, I can't do a long Q, uh, Q&A today, even though I love that and I love talking with you guys. Um, it's not an actual anchor, right? It's just an incision on the door. Oh, now i got to Google that. Anchor incision? On door. Images. Mm, oh, oh, this is what it's showing me. This is how I had it in my head too, um, like that, like as a knocker. But I don't know. Could be whatever you want it to be. Um, all right, guys, I got to head to the office. If you, if you like John Boy and Jake Radio, we'll be going live as soon as we get set up. Hopefully, hopefully it's uh, the AC works and we don't sweat our asses off on the back half of the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out live with me. I'll be back tomorrow probably around 8.30, the normal time, and then uh, it'll be an adjustment period to figure out when this goes. Besides a sports venue, where are your ideal fun spot for a company event? Besides a sports venue, that's tough, man. Uh, uh, everything I thought of is sports. I thought of a bowling alley, then I thought of a baseball field, and then I thought of like a uh, just like an open like softball lot, which is also a baseball field. Fuck, my brain just thinks about baseball nonstop. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with me live. I appreciate it more than you know. See you later.
sat down next to me, started saying my prayers. And we kind of got talking. And I'm telling him all about my problems. And he started telling me all about his problems. And we cried on each other's shoulder for a while. Try to find the end of the song here. Bruce, stop telling stories. Just storytelling. They said that they weren't mean. Bye, guys. What the fuck? Still story time. Stratosphere. You know it's really hard to hold your breath. I swear I lost.